buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Welcome to another week in sales transformation and what better way to start the week by dropping a special episode about last week's series. If you missed some of the episodes last week where we got some business loving with Donnie Bowen, then enjoy listening to this full-length interview with Donnie. Have fun and enjoy learning in this special edition of Sales Transformation. All right, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation. I'm super pumped up to have my boy Donnie on today. Donnie's considered one of the leading global minds on sales, business development, and business growth. He's described as the first person to make sales and business development relatable and human. Donnie's also a top 200 Apple podcast host of the world-renowned Growth Mode podcast. Donnie, welcome to the show. Hey, brother. Always a good time hanging out with you. Uh, we always end up going on some wild tangents and crazy trails. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with you as always, my friend. Yeah, we did zero prep. Like we literally were just <laughs> kind of shooting the shit. And then we're like, all right, man, let's just go or we're going to have too much fun. So Donnie, for you know people who you know maybe don't know who you are and, and all that good stuff, just give us the... Give us the background story. You know, when did you get into podcasting? When did you get into business? Like, give us the professional background or try to keep yeah. at least at least try to keep it professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's not typically my MO. Um, you know, but I was a blue collar kid that grew up in a world, you know, you went, you get jobs, you work for other people. And that was, you know, what you did and didn't even know I could start a company until I was 40. And decided to get in this game, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, at 40 and not knowing what the hell I was doing. But everybody kept saying, you know, start a business. It's going to be easy. You know, anybody can do this. You're going to get to freedom and all that crap you hear. And what I wasn't expecting was how hard it was going to be to actually build a business. And let me tell you, building a company kicked the shit out of me. And I realized that nobody was actually out there teaching people how to build businesses. They were all your freaking bro marketer dudes that were like, hey, do this thing and you'll be a millionaire and blah, blah, blah. So um, I was on a journey to figure out how to do this better and more focused. But I found podcasting in May of 2018. We launched our first show. 
it took to fuck off. Um, and I will tell a lot of people that, you know, podcasting taught me a lot about business simply because I was interviewing some of the top people in the world and I couldn't have a shit show of a process bringing these people through. So I learned about operations, onboarding and all that kind of stuff. But, um, really in September of 2018, when a non-compete that I was under came up, and I had all this momentum of podcasting, man. I finally turned the company around and now built a you know global brand uh, around the idea of helping people grow and scale their businesses from introductions and actually putting in the right processes and systems in place. So that's how we got here, man. Wow. All right. So um, I find it super interesting that you, 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 you got into entrepreneurship and, uh, based on, you know, the crap that people were putting out there saying how easy it is. Um, yep. and it's not, man, it's really hard. Um, and I damn sure bought into the bullshit. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and we need more people like yourself to tell people like, Hey, it's not easy. And all those other people are, are full of shit. <laughs> And here's what it's really like. Like it's doable, but it's not for everybody. It's really not. You know, and I think most people get into running their own business like I did later in life because they realize like I did that they were somebody else's retirement plan or they were, you know, making somebody else rich and they have a particular skill set that they're trying to take to market and turn into a business and, and get to this idea of freedom. But nobody's saying, Hey, this is what you need to do. And, you know, it was funny for me is on a random whim, I launched a Facebook group and I did it because I wanted to get around other business owners. I really thought that if I could get around other business owners, that I could ask my questions that I didn't know about business. I could ask them and they would give me the information back and we'd all help each other out. But then I started asking questions and then people would ask me questions off of my questions. I'm like, wait, don't ask me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And they kept asking me questions. So I started answering questions to, you know, but I was answering them from the, hey, this is how I'm fucking it up. You know, so hopefully you don't. And people just started eating it up. And, you know, that became the foundations of all of our companies was the idea of teaching the crap that we were screwing up and how we were learning to do it better. And people were like, holy crap, nobody's talking this way. Everybody else is sunshine and rainbows. And you're like, dude, this shit's hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's been fun doing that. What are some of the early lessons, you know, in entrepreneurship that like you started to sort of master early on that you found most important? So, I love the question. I'm going to answer it with a question back at you. If I hand you $10 million right now, what's the first thing you must absolutely do if I give you $10 million? The first thing I must do is probably, yeah, that's a tricky question. Uh, learn how to not fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad answer. But the first thing you must do is mentally become a millionaire. And, and here's what I mean. Most people, they, you know, inherit a shit ton of money and they lose it all because, you know, if you're an alcoholic before you get a lot of money, you're still an alcoholic. When you get a lot of money, you just drink more expensive shit. 
And so I tell most people, the first thing I had to do was mentally become a CEO, man. You know, because I spent my life being mm. a fucking entrepreneur, you know, an employee. And if you think like an employee building a business, you're toast. Yeah. As an employee, you know, you get it done at all costs and you're the person to get it done or you get fired, reprimanded, whatever else. In the role of being a CEO, you never think about how do I get it done? You think who can get it done for me? Yeah. And you start shifting your mindset to who versus what and how. And you start growing. The other thing is understanding that this is your baby and nobody's going to give a shit about your baby like you do. So you better become the face of it and you better actually learn to sell what you're passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, the whole idea of sales is just this foreign concept because they think it's a greaseball crap that's been taught for years. You know, so, uh, but yeah, first and foremost, think like a damn CEO, then go sell your freaking ass off because nobody else is going to sell it for you. Yeah. I mean, and, typically the best entrepreneurs that I know have some pretty, you know, deep sales experience, right? So like a lot of people in sales are, I think the best suited people to go into entrepreneurship because you know, sometimes you have technical founders or creative founders and like you could be the most creative person and be able to create the most badass stuff ever. But if you can't sell it, you're out of business. Nobody cares. That's it. You could That's be it. a technical founder. You could have the best product, like better than everybody else. Maybe something that's like super innovative, like, you know, way ahead of the curve. You can't sell that idea. You can't sell that concept to customers, investors, whatever. Nobody cares. It's never going to see the light of day. And what's funny along those lines, you're hundred percent right. And people were like, you know, if I could just hire a sales guy, I'd be, uh, you know, rock solid. But the problem uh, is you can't hire a sales guy because you can't tell them how to be successful. And people are like, well, he's a sales guy. You should know what to do. No, this is your baby. This is your project. You need to figure out how you go fucking sell it so you can tell others how to sell your stuff. And then ultimately you might be able to teach somebody up to yeah. do it, but nobody gives a shit about your product and service. Yeah. And, and until, yep. you know, you give a shit about it enough that you can grow it, that they can actually make a living from it. Yeah. And, and it goes back to what you said earlier, which is, you know, it's your baby. Nobody's going to care about it as much yep. as you. Right. And I, I see founders all the time shying away from the idea of sales and having that mindset that exactly like you just said, it's like, Oh, I just need to hire a salesperson. Um, but the thing is, is like when you're, or let's say you're early stage, right? Maybe you're bootstrapping, whatever. Maybe you're not bootstrapping. Maybe you raised a little bit of money, a little seed money. Um, part of the process of like selling in the early days isn't a hundred. I mean, you got to get sales to survive, but it's also not a hundred percent about like getting customers. It's also about like getting good feedback. Like, do people yes. even care about solving this problem or do, am I the only one that thinks it's a good idea? Um, I, yeah. I thought I knew what people wanted, but they actually want something a little bit different. Right. So like that Dude, feedback is so key. Most for sure. I mean, most businesses, when they start out, you catch them year two and three and it's not the same business. It's not even hardly the same company because of what they've learned along the way. Yeah. 
you know, I had no desire to open up networking groups and didn't even want to be a part of that thing. Cause you're typically, yeah. especially on a sales podcast, yeah. this is funny because anybody who teaches networking, it's just some broke asshole that can't sell. And, and I remember, you, you know, I didn't want to networking be- groups. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and by here now I run a networking organization that blew the fuck up because we, embrace the people that could sell and realize if we could put all of them together in a room, a shit ton of additional business happens. Mm. And, you know, so it's crazy things like that. But if you would have told me in 2017 that we were going to running a networking organization, I'd have told you you had two fucking heads. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it your wife that said like, you don't like networking groups, then create one that's different. Fix it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the morning that we decided to launch networking groups, uh, I looked at my wife and said, babe, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to be the guy who launches networking groups. And she goes, you realize you're a fucking idiot, right? I'm like, how am I an idiot? She's like, why don't you become the guy that changes how the world of networks and fix everything people hate about networking? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Seven days later, we launched that first damn group. Um, and, you know, it's grown to 55 chapters across the U.S., three in Canada. And we're opening up, well, I think, 12 chapters tomorrow as we record this thing. And we're working on six other countries right now. Yeah. Um, it's insane how fast. And that's not that off. wasn't even part of your original business plan, right? No, no, not yeah. at all. Not at all. Uh, not even an inkling. You know, I mean, truthfully, when I launched Success Champion, I'm like, I'm not even networking. I'm leaving that world behind me <laughs> yeah. altogether. And now here I run a network. And it's it's so funny even to me even go one step further. I wrote the book called Endless Stream of Referrals. And, you know, with that book, I don't even teach referrals anymore. I teach introductions because referrals lead to this one-time transaction that, you know, may get a deal done. But if I can introduce you to somebody who has like your ideal client and they're not a competitor of yours, you guys may do thousands of deals and transactions, man. So we focus 100% on introductions and getting you to the right damn people. And that has been transformational. Yeah. And referrals is more of this like transactional thinking. I'm going to send you this yeah, person, totally. but what's in it for me, yep. <laughs> right? And everybody wants yep. to know what's yep. in it for them. Yep. That's cool. But like creating win-win long-lasting relationships are way more lucrative. Well, and let's get real. I mean, most people, when you talk referrals, it's very rare that I'm going to be talking to your ideal client. Like I'm not your sales team here. You know, uh, I'm not going to sit here and try and just go hunt for you. But I will run into a lot of people that would make good synergy for you and make great conversations. And if I can get you to that person, dude, good shit happens. Oh, man, you didn't just drop uh, synergy, did you? <laughs> <laughs> we, Big word for me, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got to love those LinkedIn spam messages where you get like, hey, I want to see if there's some synergies here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's the the latest one right now is, uh, you know, we're a company that specializes on LinkedIn leads and automations. Yeah. It's funny one. I know I'm going to derail this conversation, but what the hell? There's a guy named Richard Vandenbloom uh, on LinkedIn. Dude's a fucking genius on LinkedIn, the algorithm. And he posts one, I swear, like once a week where some LinkedIn lead generation. Now, Richard's got hundreds of thousands of followers. He teaches LinkedIn and these guys are still hitting him with these spam messages. We'd like to do, you know, your LinkedIn. LinkedIn auto-generated, yeah. you know, lead systems and everything else. Yeah. You know? And you look at their profile, uh, there's no picture and they have 
40 yeah. connections. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Or it's, you know, it's always like a hot chick and, you know, they're, they're a master's PhD in something. And, you yeah. know, it's, yeah. I mean, I've heard of people uh, then like no profiles and all that crap. It's gotten, gotten pretty ugly, pretty ugly out there on For LinkedIn. Sure. <laughs> um, so, so tell me about your latest book, man. Cool. I'll even show it up. So it's called Fuck to Focus. Um, it's uh, all about taking your business from growth mode to ultimate scale. And I wrote it a hundred percent to teach people all the shit I fucked up, all the things that I broke, all the things that dude in there is even the tough conversation with my wife of when we almost lost our entire farm and everything we owned because I didn't know how to build a business. Mm. And um, I even put the whole conversation in there and it is designed that somebody that has been a couple years in business and they're like, okay, there's gotta be a better way to do this can grab this book and use it as a reference to figure out how to actually build a business that will grow and set them up to scale. Mm. And most people don't even know the difference between growing and scaling a business. And so it just walks them through those steps and processes. Um, but it's done probably the biggest feedback I've got on it is people keep telling me, Donnie, when I read your book, it feels like I'm just having a conversation with you, which is the coolest fucking compliment in the world. Yeah. You know, um, because I just write like I speak and I just love helping people <clears throat> and I don't, mind sharing how dumb I was in some scenarios, uh, whether it be ignorance or I just gave something a go when I shouldn't have. And uh, I think people often put themselves on this island as they're building a business because they don't want anybody to know how bad things are because if anybody knows, nobody will do business with them type of yeah. thing. And I just have gone loud enough to let people know, hey, it's all right if you're fucking up. It's part of the process. It's actually almost a exact thing you must do to build a successful business. Yeah. The interesting thing is the things that you think will make people run away will actually bring the right people closer. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Cause I've it's been a, there it's a, it's where it's like, you know, even my first business was like, I used to try to put on this front that the business was so much bigger than it was. Right. It's like, cause, Oh my gosh, they're not going to want to do business with this small little startup. Um, and the reality is, is a lot of people would actually prefer that over, you know, just being yep. a number to a bigger company where they don't really give a shit that much. Um, and there's a lot of benefits, um, for the right people. So the things that you think will, you know, make people run away, it will bring the right people closer. And I, I really believe that. And I love that, you know, when you started in business, you kind of got fooled of like, Hey, entrepreneurship is unicorns and rainbows and great all the time. Anybody yeah. can do it. Right. Um, and you're right. like, Oh man, they fooled me. And now, you know, you're doing good work to show people is like, no, we all fuck up. It's, it's hard. Here's some things that I've, you know, fucked up on and right. like what you can learn from them or like, or at the very least, just feel like, not feel like you're failing because you're, you know, fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, it's, it's interesting at the end of the day, people want to do business with people. And when people are building their companies, they forget to be a person. 
like you said, they put on the show, <laughs> they put on the persona, right? They project something that they're not. But the trick with all of it, and I think what most people don't understand is building a business, you're going to meet yourself along the way because you're going to get to a point when you realize there's no excuses left. I mean, when I when I almost lost everything, you know, I remember the that night I went and tried to look myself in the mirror and I didn't like the dude looking back mm. at me because, you know, I knew I wasn't doing the things that I should be doing to actually build a business. So. Uh, and I was out of excuses, you know, as an employee, you can blame the company, you can blame the economy, you can blame marketing, you can blame leads, but as a business owner, you can't blame anybody. It's on you. I mean, success is your fault and failure is your fault and, and you got to own it. And I think half the battle for most people building business is sticking in the game and keep moving forward when all logic and everybody else in the world would throw in the damn towel. But I think a lot of us were just too dumb yeah. to quit. And we kept, you know, getting our faces kicked in, smiling and getting up and doing it again the next yeah. day. You, you, know? you haven't failed until you quit. Right. And right. Exactly. I know right. There's a lot of people yeah. that disagree with that of like, oh, no, there's comes a point where like, you know, if shit ain't working, you got to throw in the towel. And, and maybe that's true for some people. Well, but here's the thing. You know, most people, when they're building a business, they, they, they get so close and they quit. I mean, so, you know, a lot of people were like, you know what, I'm going to start a yeah. podcast. And they're like, cool. So let's start a podcast. And so they start recording. They start doing this. They start editing. They're like, holy <laughs> shit, this is a lot of work. I got to keep coming up with content. You know, they put out two or three episodes. They're like, fuck it. It's not podcasting. You know what I do? I'm going to start a YouTube channel. So let me go start a YouTube channel. Right. Oh, so man, they start I'm going so, and start editing. They're like, holy crap. I've so been that guy. Yo, like not in so that, with that example, yep. but I've so been that guy. Like, I'm going to try this lead gen. I'm going to try this LinkedIn. I'm going to try this ad thing. I'm going to try this and that. And that. And like, yep. I did that with my first business. You know, my first business, uh, we were an IT bar. We sold hardware consumables, mainly to school districts. We grew it from zero to 5 million in 26 months. Um, and then I started getting fancy. It's like, yeah, we need to do IT services. And we started launching all these different services and <laughs> hiring these expensive consultants and running, you know, expensive ads and hiring specialty reps. And like literally every single one of them failed every single one. Um, but there was a lot of learning lessons that happened in those that led me to something else that started another business that did extremely well, that I just exited, you know, four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what's awesome about it is everything you fuck up is going to be something you're going to use later in your life. You know, it may not be used in the exact way you did it the first time through, but it either is going to be used in, okay, yeah, we ain't going down that fucking yeah. road ever again. Or it's going to be used at, dude, we went down this way. This is what we screwed up. Let's yeah. fix this to be able to move Some of forward, them are expensive you know? learning lessons, uh, too. I mean, some of them are expensive. Are. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, I've. Well, I was the idiot that spent an atrocious amount of money building a course. Yeah. And I had no audience. I had no followers. Nobody knew who the fuck yeah. I was. So you spend all this money putting the stuff out there, and then nobody knows who the hell you are. Nobody yeah. buys. I mean, it. I was the, all that you that know, experience of uh, launching all those services. I mean, I racked up over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and my wife same, had no idea. Same. And then we had a really, same. Had a really uncomfortable <laughs> conversation where she was like, "What the fuck? Yep. I don't know if I can trust you." Yep. And that was a painful, painful learning lesson. Well, and I'll even speak to it this way as a dude, 
when you got to stand across from your wife and realize that you haven't been holding up your end of the bargain, you haven't been the protector of the family, you haven't done the things you're supposed yeah. to do. And that's hard. Yeah. That's I mean, really she, damn hard. I've actually never talked about this. It just kind of, we're on this topic and it led here, man. Good. That's what I love about these um, is, you know, she's actually like this is the equivalent of like cheating on me. Like I was like, that shit hurt. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, because uh, my wife had no clue. The mortgage was three months behind. And the day I told her, her Jeep had just got repossessed, you know, yeah. um, because it was so far behind. I mean, she had to go cash in her 401 fucking K yeah. to save our farm and get her Jeep back, you know. And when you get to that point that you got to have those conversations, uh, 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 life got real, real yeah. quick, you know, and, and, you know, at that point, and it would be it would be easy to give up else. right that there, is- right? Yo, I gotta go yep. get a job. Nope, same working. Yep, yep, yep. But it's it's at that moment when all logic and everything else says throw in the towel that you take one step forward, knowing you're gonna get punched in the face, and going, all right, let's go. But the the trick is. Is when you take that step forward, you got to actually start learning, right? Yeah. You got to figure out what you can no longer do and they start shifting <laughs> because no, right? You have to actually fucking evolve. And what most people do is they just repeat the cycle. And that's why their life is always a series of ending up in the same fucking place every time because they never actually mm. evolve as an individual. It's like a those sales guys, they're like, I'm a 25 year sales guy. You know, and you look at them and you know they haven't done shit with your life. You're like, dude, you don't have 25 years. You got year one repeated 25 yeah. fucking times. You never actually figured this shit out. And success is found by the by the person that gets to those hard time and starts applying what they learned from those hard times and evolving. Yeah, off or they could read your book and avoid making a lot of them, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Nice play. I like it. I like uh, it. Donnie, like man, it. this has so, been fun. Thanks right. so much for coming on. Any final thoughts? Where can people grab the book? Hey, you know what? I'll even throw out an offer. Oh, man, I was going to throw out an offer. If anybody... No, I, I, I'm beating you to the punch, man. I'm going to top you. I love it. I love it. But if anybody goes to Amazon, gets the book, Fuck to Focus, and you buy 10 of them, right? So you're like $3.99. So you're 40 bucks in. If you buy 10 books and you DM me on any platform or email me at Donnie, Donnie, Donnie at DonnieBovine.com with that receipt, I'll send you my personal calendar link and give you an hour of my time to work on whatever you want to work on with your business. And the only thing it costs you is 10 books bought on Amazon. Wow. So go get 10 fuck to focus books. Get me that receipt and I'll give you an hour of my time to work on whatever Dude, the fuck you want to work on. That's uh, I don't think I can top that offer, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I have yes. another offer for people that have stuck around and hung out right. with us two knuckleheads that have fucked a lot of shit up for 25 ish minutes. Um, if you're, if you're, you know, in your business, whatever, and you feel stuck and you know, you, you need some help and you feel like you really need Donnie's book and you're having tough times. So first 10 people that send me a DM, I'll buy you a copy of the book. Oh, fuck. Now you owe me an hour of your time. That's awesome, dude. (laughs) I do. I do. You got it. (laughs) You got it. Uh, You got it. Oh, 
Uh, and guys, if you got any value out of this episode, make sure you share this out with one person, man. It, it just, it's, it's the toughest thing in the world to build out your audience and grow a show. So do call in a solid and share this episode or past episodes with one other person that gets value out of it. Just, it means a lot as a fellow podcaster. So, so share Appreciate shit that. If you it. enjoyed today's episode, please write us a review, share the show with your friends. Really does help us out. Like Donnie said there. Um, and then we're also always listening for your feedback. You can go to salestransformation.fm, drop us a voice DM, and we will get back to you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.